So I want to say that I pretty much always considered myself a kinky person. Even before I knew what kink was or what, you know, like what made you kinky. But I really started to explore kink last year. I went to Exotica in Chicago and I met all these different people in the kink community. And then I ended up going to Exotica Miami and I was a part of the show in Miami. And I met even more people in the kink community and it kind of just like made me want to continue to know more about kink uh and (laughs) where i feel on the spectrum type shit because what i quickly learned was that shit it's a bunch of kinky motherfuckers and i'm very specifically saying kinky and not freaky because people use that shit interchangeably and they are not the (laughs) fucking same um so when i say like i'm kinky I'm not talking about the freaky shit that I do. I say that it's some shit that gets me off very specifically. Um, and last year, I took a BDSM test. Because I was curious. I was like, okay, I see people that kind of fall into this dom or sub kind of role. And I wondered, like, if I was to, you know, if I wanted to take this in particular seriously, I wanted to see where I feel on the scale. And I took the BDSM test. And uh, it was funny because the results very much resonated with me. It made sense. The results made sense. The test made sense when it came back. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, We're going to talk about damn near exploring your inner whore, like explore your inner whore. Um, That is what we're going to talk about today in the form of just really getting into your personality type and why you like the kinks that you do. And yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. It's your freak hostess, Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga off some dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have a sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm going to keep fucking you. Because I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. That shit. Is- and I'm going to have my guest introduce himself. Yo, what's the word? My name is Precious of Precious Perspective. Um, I'm a photographer, videographer. You can follow me at Precious Guys. Just here, like Jody said, to discuss that idea of kinkiness, you know what I'm saying, versus freakiness. Because you kind of find that, uh, even in myself, you know what I'm saying, you find like, I bet you think you freaky, but then you see a list of shit that people got going on, and you be like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not, you know what I'm saying? So again, like the test that you sent, like I took it, and I, I learned some things that I knew in regards to like, I think, adding titles and labels to things right 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 uh a lot of times we and i ain't gonna i don't really like speaking generally but i'm gonna i'm gonna take a chance in this space and say a lot of times generally black people just be fucking no for real so um guys for context uh i sent the bdsm test over to precious so that he could take it because i was like okay cool i know what my kinks are i want to know what his are so we finna unpack that shit So um, he took the BDSM test and we both shared our results with each other, right? So we saw like where we kind of scored high on the kink scale. Um, So uh, part of doing this is to also learn more about all of, like, again, this is not an exhaustive list, but these are some common archetypes. And we're not going to talk about all of them on the episode. There'll be other episodes that follow this one that you'll learn more about some of the other archetypes so we're only going to talk about a couple of these on this episode because we definitely don't have time to go into all of them and even still like i said the test only gives you some common archetypes it's not an exhaustive list by any means it's some shit that exists that is not on this list so um let's get into the actual results like do you want to share yours first um, yeah, I go yeah, ahead. Tell, you know tell the tell the people what your kinks are. <laughs> so like a lot of it is is real. I think, like I said, even before knowing the names, I kind of knew about myself and then learning the names and learning details, the definition, so to speak. So certain ones that I did score, I guess, higher 
on that side of which is called a switch. You know what I'm saying? Basically a person who can, you know, play both ends of the spectrum in regards to that submissive dominant role. And when I heard that, saw that made sense to myself Mm -hmm. and that went kind of into the mastery and mistress uh, scoring where I score high in that as well. Uh, Dominant being a voyeur and then a primal hunter. And then lastly, an exhibitionist. Like those are all the ones that when I read them, I was like, damn, like there's a community out there for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Where are my people? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because you understand that in these different spaces, like I said earlier, a lot of times like we have sex, but not necessarily explore sensuality. And I think that's where a lot of kinks come from that mm-hmm. space of sensuality. So right. the, the the things that I learned about myself and things I learned about you, Jody, it was pretty interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay, so before we even go a little further, I want to uh, give some of the definitions for uh, the, the archetypes that he just named, right? So a switch is someone who um, doesn't like to always be in a dominant or top position or always in a submissive or bottom position, right? So you are super adaptable and super flexible. Um, Then uh, you said you were a voyeur. So voyeurs enjoy watching naked people Uh, and watching people have sex. Yeah. Um, I don't mind. <laughs> also, uh it says that you are a uh dominant. And of course, it's kind of like, you know, straightforward in um the name, but uh dominance likes to be in charge. Uh you know, some of um they typically like for someone to obey them. Like it's a power thing associated mm-hmm. with it to an extent. Um but it's like, okay, obey you're, you know, like, okay, if you're a dominant, you want somebody to obey you with, like, no questioning. Like, I said it. This is what it is. Say what I said. You do it. Yeah, <laughs> um, Also, uh, I said dominant, said voyeur. I said switch. Uh, you are a primal hunter. Um, And the definition for that is um, primal's are mainly focused on their natural instinct. So you like to hunt. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Like, it's like letting your inner sex yeah, animal yeah. out. <laughs> and it's crazy. I think I think that one was funny to me uh-huh. because, like, I think my personality is more so, I think, initially reserved. But even in listening to some of your episodes and one of the episodes yesterday. I was about to say, look at the face I'm making while you're saying it. Talk about some of my personality is reserved. Okay, Leo, man. It is, though. and that, <laughs> But I feel like it takes for you to, like, first and foremost, like, consent is everything to me. Type. Yes. I have to. I have to know that, okay, this person is comfortable, you know what I'm saying, to allow me to pursue because I sure. feel like prior to that, I'm kind of pulled back. Uh, like mm-hmm. I say, I'm laid back in a space where it's like, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. But once you give me the green light, I ain't gonna stunt. I'm I'm on your ass. I'm in your space. Like <laughs> this, this, this is this is how it's going down, type shit. Right, for sure, for sure. Um, and then uh it says master. So, you know, of course it's master slash mistress, depending on who yeah. takes the test. But as a master, uh, you want to receive complete control over your slave. <laughs> Um, so I think Precious wants a slave, guys. (laughs) We'll get more into that. (laughs) But, um, those are the definitions for, uh, his top, uh, kind of, uh, results. And, um, yeah, we gonna, we gonna dig a little bit more into that. But before we get into his, I'm gonna tell y'all, man. Facts. So my results are, I am a 100% exhibitionist. And I'll just, I'll say 100% exhibitionist and I'll tell you what the fuck it mean. Exhibitionists like to be watched. I like, I'm cool with somebody watching me have sex. Like I will have sex in a room full of people while they're watching me. I have no shame in doing that. For sure. Um, I'm also a voyeur. So I like to watch 
people have sex. So I could be fucking and watching you fuck <laughs> at the same time. Efficiency. Um, <laughs> I'm also a switch. So we have that in common. Um, again, I don't like being all you like, I don't want to be one thing all of the time. So it's like in certain cases, I want to be dominant in other cases. I want to be submissive. Um, I'm also experimentalist, which means that, and I know I've said this on the show, I'll probably try anything. Facts. I'll pretty like I'm I'm super game to try some shit. I and I get like super excited with somebody. <laughs> I'm about to try some shit. No, for real. Like if it's some shit I ain't never did. I'm going, nah, I'm doing it that day. Uh, <laughs> um, it also says that I'm non-monogamous. Um, I think that one in particular, uh, when I took this test, I had kind of known it because I took this test last year. So I've known for at least a year that um, I scored high on the non-monogamous uh, kind of results. And... For me, when I took the test and I saw this, it was eye-opening. Facts. Because I'm like, oh my God, I was in them long-term-ass relationships and I felt trapped. Oh, me. And I didn't know why I felt trapped. I was like, oh, maybe it's just the person. It's like, no, I think it's the relationship model. It's not mm-hmm. the person. It's the 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 uh, the fact that we were subscribing to traditional views of monogamy that I didn't that agree with. That you don't with. believe in. Yeah. And I was forcing myself to fit in this kind of like, you know situation that I shouldn't be in so when I saw this I was like oh my god it's not anything wrong with me I was just in the wrong situation like so yeah um it also says I'm a brat (laughs) I don't know where that comes from (laughs) 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 I don't know where the brat thing comes from uh just kidding but uh (laughs) and a rope bunny I like to get tied up like real bad like real real bad so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then right after that it says I'm primal too so Facts. I like to hunt and I can and see that about you though Yeah, I have a quick story so uh, when I was in my I was like maybe 19-20 and I was working at a retail store and I had a co-worker that very specifically said he didn't like Scorpios like it was him telling he kept he was like yeah my ex-girlfriend is Scorpio y'all crazy I don't like Scorpios and I'm like Oh, you don't like Scorpios, huh? I'm gonna fuck you. Watch. Oh, like, fuck. It, like, like, it was really like that. And it's like, why? I don't know why I was like this. Like, literally, the more he said, like, he hated Scorpios, the more I was like, game on. Ga- yeah, I'm let's, ready. Let's see how much you hate Scorpios, motherfucker. And <laughs> my question is after the pussy, did he hate Scorpios even more? Fuck is you talking about? He loved me. Facts. That's all that matters. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I'm like, shit, you, you made it seem like you hated Scorpio so bad. You don't hate me, nigga. Uh, but I like, I know that I do that. Like literally before a guy knows that I'm going to fuck him in my head, I'm like, I'm finna. Hey, check <laughs> me out. And this bothers me about women, right? <laughs> Especially being in a. I think as an entrepreneur, being in a professional space, Mm -hmm. it bothers me that women like don't address that primal huntress and being genuine. Like it's so many women who, oh, I want to do a photo shoot or, oh, let's talk art. And they just trying to fuck. And it's like, I'm down to fuck. (laughs) Like, Like, you just just ask. You you, you bringing my business into this and you making it seem like, and it's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be that deep. So I feel like when, well, I asked, like, when did you kind of realize that Chase was in you, so to speak, or you were a woman who want to approach it Yeah, so, and it's funny because I even think back to when I was in high school. And uh, my boyfriend that I ended up getting with when I was 16, the reason that we got together was because, uh, so I was going to the movies and one of his homeboys was talking to one of my female friends or whatever. And it was just us three, we was kicking it. And I was like, yo, you got woo number? And he's like, yeah. I was like, call that nigga. And <laughs> this at 16, like what you the fuck? I'm like, no, I'm like, call 
tell him. And then, you know, he called him, put him on speakerphone, and I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just left the movies, but um, I'm finna get your number out his phone. I just wanted you to know that. And we started talking like that two weeks later. He was my boyfriend. <laughs> so, um, I can be uh, the initiator when I want to be. And that's why I get funny, too, because other niggas would be like, you know, then you would get me in another situation where I'm like, I'm sitting on the edge of being like. Oh, facts. Right. Facts. Like, and my mother's like, wait, bitch, like, but you tricked me. I guess, I guess my question really is like, what dictates that? Like, is it that person's energy? Is it how you feel toward the situation? What lets you know, like, hey, I'm on the go for this nigga. And then the other one, I'm gonna let him come get me. Type shit. If I sense that dominance in somebody first, then I'm going to instantly fall back and kind of get real submissive. But if I feel like some kind of like, oh, you, you, if you don't know if you should woo woo, I'm going to get on your ass. Facts. Um, so it definitely won't be like both of us are being dominant. Yeah. I'm very much, a, I, I see. And that's why it's like, either way, I'm in primal hunting mode because I'm paying attention to what you're doing before I determine what my strategy is Facts. because I've said this before you can be very controlling while being submissive so if I have to control the situation by being submissive I'll do that but if I have to control the situation by being dominant I'll do that <laughs> and I think I think that's where like learning these terms and shit like really comes into hand and play because I feel like that was just described what you said as a switch. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who can really understand the the needs of the situation. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like I I have I'm balanced in a space where it's like dominant enough to step and stand on shit, but I'm also understanding how I know submissive submissiveness and servitude can give me exactly what I want. Exactly. You know what I'm so saying? So I feel like in that respect, that's why I always typically end up being exactly what, like if when I, when I have a nigga, I end up being what he need because it's like, all right, cool. If I see that you, you know what I'm saying? Like if you controlling shit, I don't got to control shit, baby. Nice. I'm going to do whatever you want. Motherfucker, read the do? room. Yeah, like, that's what it is. Read the fucking room. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, me. <laughs> and I'm going to fall in line. I'm going to play my role, whatever the fuck it is. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, for you, do you think, like, you've known for a while that you kind of had this primal energy? Or do you think, like, after you took the test, you started looking back in hindsight? Because for me, after I saw the results... I was like, I'm not surprised, but it also made me go like, oh my fucking God, this makes even more sense as to why I handled this situation the way nice. I handle it. Nice. And, you know, it was definitely, and all of them don't necessarily be like sexual, you know what I'm saying, Only, instances, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? I mean, damn near sex, sexual energy can be any fucking yeah. weird. Like, but, but like I say, I think is especially with these kinks and reading definitions, terms, all that different type of shit. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of a sensual thing. And mm -hmm. we, that we know of and discuss, we got five senses. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, being able to tap into any of those could turn somebody on sexually. It's certain people like, I ain't gonna even lie. I say just really a year and a half ago i started wearing cologne i was really just a wash my ass deodorant type of nigga mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but then you get you say what Boo. right <laughs> but then Grow you up, on me on me <laughs> then you find out you you put that shit on and a bitch smell you and she who you smell good yeah. and i like i realize i like the the sense of fuck when you come in a room, you smell me. When I go to get the hug or when I go to brush mm -hmm. past you and then you you shocked like, damn, nigga, what's that? It's like, what, what my nigga bread? It's that splat. Fuck is you talking about? No, for and real, so I'm dead ass. Like, I'm even, because here's the thing. I'm a flirt. I am a really big flirt. Um, Especially if we friends. I should not <laughs> even. That shit happened, but it's, like, I think it's, it's a comfort, it, comfort That's what thing. it is because I'm comfortable. So like I've had like you know my friends where I smell them and I'm like, oh boy, you smell like some bend me over. <laughs> and, but I'm not even gonna fuck you, so I don't know why the fuck I said that to begin with. It's just like I say whatever the fuck came to, me, or even like you know I had this one friend or whatever, and I was you know we were playing and then he like choked me and I went. Uh, <laughs> 
And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, oh, me. Like, what don't, I just don't do. do no shit oh, like me. that. Like, <laughs> about, hey. Our friendship finna go to a different level. <laughs> oh, me. And I think, I think in that space, a lot of it, really, like I said, it comes down to that comfort and you more so being comfortable comfortable with yourself and your sexuality and understanding that you know what lines and boundaries that you're willing to cross and again going back to these ideas in the the kink community fetish all that different type of stuff a lot of it like you were saying yesterday um a lot of it people from the outside looking in look at it as like chaos people just fucking each other and people when in all actuality, mm-hmm. it's a lot of rules. It's a lot of boundaries. There it's are. a lot of consent. There it's are. so much. I don't want to necessarily call it red tape, so to speak, but no. it's shit that, hey, nigga, yeah. no, don't like, cross this line. Thing. Like every community, it doesn't matter what community you belong to. There are rules. You know what I'm Facts. saying? And it's like when you in that community, you know what the rules are. Um, you know, in the black community, it's certain shit that we just like, look, motherfucker, you gonna get your black car revoked if you do <laughs> some shit facts, like, like facts. who the fuck don't know how to play spades? It's like little facts, shit like that where facts. it's like, who the f- who mans is this? Who like, raised you? Yeah, <laughs> who raised you? Um, it's the same thing with the um king community and honesty, transparency, trust. All of these things are super, super important. Consent is super, super important. Safety um, is super important. And uh, it's it's funny that, you know, the same way on the outside looking in, somebody's like, oh, y'all just running around fucking on each other. Again, that's the outside looking in. But I feel like the, you know, those outsiders could learn a lot from the kink community in terms of what should be the foundation of any healthy relationship. Oh, me. Meanwhile, y'all scared and saying like, oh no, you know, that's weird. Or, you know, you're trying to like, uh, label this group of people who are super comfortable in who they are and what they, you know, what they like and what gets them off and they're being themselves. Um, but you try to, uh, degrade that and make it seem like it's something weird when quiet is kept. You probably want to be in the, you you want to be ashamed. Yeah. Like you want to be in the club. Like you, you, you trying to get in, like you outside trying to get in. That's a fact. When did you, I think, when did you justify with yourself or like come to terms with yourself that, I want to be in the club and I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It was like, kind of quick. I didn't have to think. <laughs> She's talking about as soon as I felt out, I jumped no, like, off the porch. All right, I was like, no, for real. I straight jumped off the porch. It's funny as hell because like all it took was like me knowing that these people existed. And because here's the thing, all my results really say if I had to, you know, label it as one thing, all it says is that I'm sexually curious. That's what it that's why I score so high on so many different things because nice. I am a sexually curious person and I've known that I'm sexually curious for a very long time because I even before I started trying shit I would always say I try anything once, twice if I like it. <laughs> I was just saying that shit. And then I started trying shit once and twice and three times. And I'm about like, I do this. Yo, like, I really, I'm really like that. So <laughs> um, with me knowing that for so long, it was kind of easy. I didn't have to fight myself on it. And also, I want to say that the good thing with me finding this community at the point in my life that I did was that it was like, it was a good, it was good timing too, because I wasn't struggling with self-identity as I have in the past. I wasn't struggling with trying to express myself sexually as I had in the past. Like I was already healing and overcoming a lot of the trauma that kind of held me back from fully, you know, owning my sexuality and expressing my sexual agency. So uh, for me, like, it was like, all right, cool. Like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And that's how that's how that happened for me. So right. I was just, I was super fortunate. I wasn't one of those motherfuckers that kind of had the, oh, my God. That got shamed or scared into it type shit. Yeah, it no, like, so yeah. it's like, you know, I, I dealt with all of the shaming from my childhood. At, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, it was already there. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so all of those years of me not truly expressing myself, you know, verbally, you know, like, because here's the thing, whether way before you even get sexually involved with somebody, I was having sex but couldn't really talk about it. 
You know what I'm saying? And now I have, you know, now I strongly believe that if you're not comfortable talking about something, you should not be doing it. Facts. So, you know, to go from someone who was fucking at 14 and not talking about what's actually like, oh, I don't like I don't I don't want somebody looking at me crazy or it's all of that shame associated with because you don't want people to judge you now. It's funny as hell. Remember, uh, we was at City Winery and I remember somebody saying like, don't judge us for the content we say today. I said, judge me. <laughs> now I don't get like, I genuinely, I'm so comfortable with who I am as a person. I'm so unapologetic about it that I don't give a fuck what Facts. you say about me because it's not going to change how I view myself. I think I think sexual liberation really does that for you though. Yeah. Like and when people hear shit like sexual liberation, they get to small mind thinking about body count, how many people you fuck woo woo. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more so about you accept cause a lot of times it be this for me, like you got two and or more people, whatever you went to, naked in a most vulnerable space together. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. why are we finna act shy about this? Why are we finna, you know what I'm saying, act like we not here for some of the same reasons, if not all mm-hmm. of the same. So it's like, I think once you get past certain boundaries and figuring out your sexuality and not just looking at it on a kind of uh, dick size, coochie shape, mm-hmm. a sexual orientation mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. you become more comfortable with yourself. Cause it's like shit, the shit that I'm able to do and explore with another person, because I got this sense of, community or uh relation in place can't nobody really tell me shit judge your mama like right. i ain't really tweaking on it type right right for sure for sure i want to talk about the fact that you a switch Facts. <laughs> <laughs> my boy terry does not like the term yeah, he switch does not like that this shit is wild yeah I wanna, I, yeah let's talk about that it's <laughs> it's not a fucking flip. flip. It's 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 simply I think so I'ma I'ma take it from a like and this is so weird. Hopefully this motherfucker don't take it out of context, right? But like growing up with fucking middle child syndrome, right? In regards to having to adapt on two different ends, not being old enough to do certain shit, but not young enough to get attention or get you know away with certain yeah shit you know what i'm yeah. saying so for me i think that was the power dynamic that i noticed or realized like okay bet you got to be a certain way here but uh, uh on the back end so to speak no pun intended you damn near <laughs> you, <laughs> you gotta fuck around and be a different way right, type shit right. but at the end of the day your goal is to get what the fuck you want so as a primal hunter, so to speak, it allowed me to kind of dictate, okay, bet when you in said situation, again, kind of similar to what you were describing in regards to I'm gauging the woman's energy more so than not. If she seems like, okay, she might be a woman who know what she wants. She's decisive. She's discerned in this space. If she choosing me, she going to choose me. She going to let me know that I'm chose. And baby, where we going? Fuck right. is you talking about? Mm-hmm. But if I can sense, like, I bet she more low-key or she's more reserved, I can kind of push, especially in an intimate setting. Like, if it's just maybe me and one or two other people, I think a lot of times I fall back in, like, uh, a crowd or clubs and shit like that because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily feel that my power could be direct so to speak i feel like it kind of is is less concentrated Mm -hmm. so with that i think more so than not me understanding what my what this and it's crazy even just using the terms or whatever what the prey needs so to speak and Mm -hmm. so even sometimes like again with certain women they think they need to think that you're the prey. They need to think that I'm choosing this nigga. I had a chick, honestly, a couple weeks back. Damn, they hit me up. Hey, what you on? I'm finna, uh, you like ramen? I'm like, bitch, not nah, if it's uh, out the cup, out the pack. Like, that's really how I eat it. You know what I'm saying? She <laughs> like, 
she, she on me. She mad. She like, nah, I'm trying to pull up in Fulton Market. It's this spot. Woo woo. Blah, say blah. I'm okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Hey, next thing you know, the she wanted ramen, but not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, she, damn, she bitch. You, on a date, dick you know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a thing where it's understanding that at the end of the day, you got to, I guess, be comfortable in a space where I think that you don't allow a lot of times your ego to dictate your situations. And I realize I'm a nigga who got ego. I got pride. Like, like you say, I'm a Leo man. Like mm-hmm. I, I understand that it's there, but I also, again, understand how it benefits me. So again, like understanding that, that balancing spectrum of feminine and masculine energy we got them like every man is is women with masculine energy men with feminine energy is there you know what i'm saying and you just got to know how to tap into it and i think being a switch like is really a thing that you again you read the room you know who it is that you're catering to so to speak so that you can ultimately get what the fuck you want for sure like when it comes to talking about the ego, because I know like shit, I'm provocative. I talk about egos a lot and it's nothing wrong with having an oh, ego. Me. It's definitely nothing wrong with it. Um, the You have to just know how to manage your ego to your benefit. Oh, That's what it comes down to because the ego's job is only to make, make you comfortable, right? Like when it's an uncomfortable situation, your ego steps in and then it gets you out that fucking uncomfortable situation. Right. But right. if you know how to manage it to your benefit, then, you know, that's where that balance comes from. Um, yeah. So, okay, I got a question. So now that you got your results, you think you're going to start, you know, moving a little different sexually? Yeah, you think you're sure. going to start exploring something yeah, different? Yeah, that, that's a fact. I feel like in that space, because like I said, not having, uh, I guess, titles to certain things, not knowing even in something, I think I scored like in the, the 80% or 79% of being an exhibitionist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, being yeah, somebody yeah. like shit. Like, ooh, you might. And not even I might like I'd be fucking in public like I didn't hit mm-hmm. outside at parks like I, yeah. I didn't hit a bitch on the train tracks I did them there like in a museum like it's a thing mm-hmm. where it's like I don't really I don't know if you gonna watch the show watch the show I ain't really tweaking on it like mm-hmm. so it's understanding that I think that again having the titles and labels now give you gives a better guide So that you can really, um, I think, I guess, like I said earlier, directly and concentrate on the things that you like. Because I think a lot of times and having sex in general it's, it's just is you playing the game and it's the right. Re- you got the regular controls. You got the shit that you know a motherfucker gonna do. I kiss a right. little bit, suck a little then bit you of got titties. Exactly, and <laughs> I feel like yo kinks are your cheat codes and that's what these are the moves that i know i'm a go-to for me or the person that i'm dealing with that's Mm -hmm. gonna finish them you know what i'm saying that's that's my fatality every time type shit so it's like understanding that you you know how to get yourself off or get the other person off i feel like of course i i gotta move different it's it's it with great uh, what do you say with great power comes great responsibility you feel me (laughs) so now that you know you gotta move a little bit different yeah i feel like with me i have prior to taking it so i took this test last year that's july 2022 right um before that i had had sex and because my top score is exhibitionist and voyeur which means that i like to watch people fuck you know to watch people fuck and i like when people watch me fuck um i think that me knowing that made me want to do it even more frequently because before that i had literally i will uh i got a homeboy we was on the phone homeboy i fucked this homeboy um (laughs) (laughs) at the time i had not fucked this homeboy though so for context at the time i had not fucked this homeboy and we was on the phone we was uh and he was saying like damn uh these two white chicks at the bar trying to like take me to a hotel room and he like i'm like oh word i'm like can i come watch (laughs) and he was like what i was like can i come watch y'all fuck 
And he was like, no. And I was like, why? And he was like, if you're not participating, you cannot come. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so I was like, are we really friends? If you won't let me watch you have sex, I just feel like that's like a, a, a like, I know at least with me. And then also, I'll, I'll be recording and I'll let my friends watch my videos. Like, I'll just like sit there and just like smile until they done watch it. Like, how do I do? Like, what you, <laughs> I was going to say, so what do you think like you get from that, either watching or being watched? Like what, I guess, heightened sense or feel? It's the shock value. Okay. It's literally the fact that motherfuckers is like, I can't believe she's doing this shit. And that makes, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I think as a voyeur, me watching somebody is just because I'm a curious person. But me allowing people to watch me, like, I've opened up this kind of space for you to watch me, right? So it's like, I control it. Like, I'm doing some shit in front of you that you like, why? what the fuck? Like, you don't wake up and, you know, at the beginning of the day and be like, I think I'm going to watch Jody masturbate today. Like, that's not, Facts, you yeah, know what I'm saying? And it's like, mind. yeah, it's like, <laughs> it did cross my mind. but also it's like again before i took this test a couple months before same homeboy we was having a conversation i reached over grabbed the fucking vibrator and started masturbating in front of him and he's like what the fuck now i mean look i'm not here to tell y'all to just start masturbating in front of people that could go left uh (laughs) <laughs> you could get you yeah you go to jail but um <laughs> what i am saying is that <laughs> read the room shit yeah, you, um i you know I, it was fine when i did it okay I'll, <laughs> I'll say that uh it was fine when i masturbated in front of my friend um and we're still really good friends <laughs> facts facts i mean but and then also it's like after I took this test, that's when we had you know we had FC week after that, and yeah, if you know you know you know yeah we went down yeah at that, that was yeah yeah <laughs> facts. so fact. yeah I feel like me knowing this allowed me to just embrace those parts of myself even more and just kind of like all right cool this is what I I'm like I didn't know that I was like this but now that I know the words and the terminology for it I'm more comfortable expressing those parts of myself because facts. I I damn near have like a little bit more information about my because of it so, yeah. I know you were saying earlier um, kind of practicing I guess one of the things that you scored high on was uh, I guess for lack of better terms non-monogamous sexuality so to speak mm-hmm. and so having participated in a lot of well I ain't gonna even say a lot but participating in traditional type monogamous relationships how do you think that that was something that kind of like pigeonheld you in your sexuality like because you were in a space where maybe you knew like I bet sexually I enjoy this nigga but I am curious about whoever whatever however type shit do you think being in a space where it was like you were practicing monogamy kind of uh swayed you away from who you actually was and or wanted to be type shit? This is going to sound bad. I used to wait for the breakups. Damn. If you break up with me for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) two (laughs) two weeks. (laughs) Fast up safe to do. You want to be with me or not, nigga? (laughs) That's crazy. Because it's crazy. You say two weeks. I feel like as a nigga. You break up with the minute you break up with me, I'm damn there like, all right, cool. Fuck you. This bitch damn there been on standby for a minute. So let me jump in, jump out before you try to get back with me. Fuck you talking about. So it's technically not cheating. Yeah. And that's exactly what I would do. So like literally, especially with my one ex that I hit, like um, my one last long-term relationship, this motherfucker was, he used to break up with me a lot. (laughs) But he he get back with me like it all it, like I'm like what the fuck do you want to do nigga you want to be with me or not? But after the first like you know couple times of us being back and forth, I'm like, all right, nigga, I got like we not facts. All right, I'll I'll wait for you to get back with me, but I um uh, I have a friend. <laughs> We're gonna watch movies together. And so, and so with um, that with that though, <laughs> do you think that in being 
I guess, sexually explorative in that space. Like, and that's the thing too, because it's like I I uh, value monogamy okay. to the extent that I did. I here's the thing: I do not want to lie or be dishonest in a situation, and that's why I would wait for those breakups because I'm like, technically, I don't owe you an explanation for what I do when we're not together. So. When I'm with you, I'm not cheating. So but the moment you, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, it's not cheating. So I kind of run a little rampant. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I do miss you after 14 days. So here, here I am. Um, but it's because I still value the uh, the uh, rules. The of, idea yeah, and the like, You know what I'm saying? But now that I know that I'm non-monogamous, I'm like, now going into a situation with uh you know like with whoever it is i tell them like look we need to have a conversation about what are the rules of this relationship if i fuck somebody else are you gonna break up with me (laughs) 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 like are we are we truly monogamous like i want to i want to have a conversation about what is what happens when one of us are attracted to somebody else or want to experience somebody else. What if we want to bring somebody else into the bedroom? Let's have these conversations because you legit don't have to lie to me. And I would hate for us to be cheating on each other. Facts. Because if you cheat on me, I'm cheating back. And now it's like a tit for tat thing. And I'm Facts. very tit for tat. I hate the and that's it sounds so immature to admit, but I mean I did oh, say I was I was gonna say that, I did score that. high as a brat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like don't find something safe to do. Because I'm kind of petty, like. But if we honest and we say, like, you know what? Okay, this is what we gonna do. Um, because here's the thing: I'm not saying that it's okay. Like, we get into a relationship and then it's like you fuck whoever you want, I fuck whoever I want. That's not what I'm saying. But we do have to have conversations about what is comfortable within the boundaries that we set for each other. So if I say, like, look, you know, I might have, like, you know, a a female friend or guy friend that you know talking about i got a tuesday you know what i'm saying like that you know like it look or i might still be friends with somebody that i fucked in the past and i like fucking on them every now and then it's nothing Mm -hmm. consistent i don't want to be with them it's just every now and then i really really (laughs) how about we be fucking yeah like it's like you know you go to a nice restaurant every now and then (laughs) just like, I don't eat so there every day. Right? Like, I don't eat red meat all of the time, but now I want that meat. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny because last year, be, when I started, when I saw that, I'm like, I think I'm going to be just a little bit more intentional and a little bit honest about that moving forward. Because again, I'm not monogamous. I'm not poly though. Not po- I'm not I'm not polyamorous. I feel and that. let me say polyamorous because you could be poly anything. I'm Facts. not a fucking polygon. I'm, a polygon. <laughs> I'm not a polygon, Facts. but I'm not polyamorous. I'm not monogamous, which means that I have to have a conversation around monogamy so that I can tell so we can determine whether we are into in a monogamous relationship. You don't, for monogamy to be the standard, we're pretty fucking bad at it. Like we get in a relationship and we assume monogamy. I don't want to assume no fucking thing. Let's have a conversation. Let's be honest with each other. Um, and then let's go from there. But if you say, like, you know what, I don't want to be monogamous and I it's so funny because last year I was dating this guy and he told me that he was non-monogamous. I was like, me too. (laughs) I got so turned on by him telling me he was non-monogamous. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, I could fuck with you. I think think people undervalue communication and sex. Like, I think that because a lot of times in your head, you feel like if I, in order to get what I want, I have to maybe appease this person or this whatever so much that I don't want to reveal my hand. I don't want to I don't want to show the cards I'm dealt so to right. speak. When it's like when you jumping off the porch with who you are, how you coming and all that different type of stuff, a real person really don't got no choice but to respect that yeah. if they're going and I think that's where it talk about the chart. That's where my dominance comes in at in regards mm-hmm. to a I'm going to keep it funky with you every time, like, mm-hmm. because I don't want you to uh, feed into this idea of delusion or this this yeah. space of yeah. like, oh, my Thanks. God, you strung me along. I'm, I, I like to deal with women that got shit going on. I got shit going on. So, therefore, 
I don't want to drag you through no shit that's not conducive to what you got going on. Agreed. So for me to show up as me and let you know straight up, like, hey, yo, I enjoy your time. I enjoy your company, your space. But I also be elsewhere and do, el- you not the only person. You know what I'm saying? I think that's important because then it allows that person to choose. And my thing yeah. is, God gave us free will. So, bitch, if you choosing me based off what I'm giving you, cool. I feel like if you choosing me based off a dream or based off some shit that I'm selling you at any given time, like, that shit going Yeah. Fan and out. it's like that's like that's just that's just fucked up to be honest. Like to sell somebody a version of you that you are not, and that is why I make conscious decisions to just be myself the entire time. It's not no, oh well, we've been we just started dating, so let me not oh, be me. this way. Like, oh, hey, look, you, you know, know what it was when you, you signed no, up. No, for real, like you, you, you know what it is from day one because you can't say that I switched up or I changed. And that way you have a, you, you can decide whether or not you really fucking with me for me. Um, as opposed to fucking with me for a version of me that I sold you, which is not the same. Like you can't even say a motherfucker really fuck with you. If you selling them some shit that you not, that's not even you like me. what the fuck. So yeah, that's why I try to just always be myself. Um, yeah. So anybody that's listening and y'all trying to date me, everything that I say on this show, that's it. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh man. Um what else? Um you had I feel like you had a lot of a lot of dope questions for me. Um, and, and I'm looking at one right now when you was talking about being yourself and all that different type of stuff. So like, I feel like as a person, like, uh, how you show up in general, you know what I'm saying? You are pretty like cool and considerate and just kind of selfless person, but you showed up as a brat sexually. So how does that, like, how does that work? Like how... Do you, how are you able to, I guess, be in a space where it's like, you know how to be considerate, concerned and all that different type of shit. But when it's time for you to, I guess, be fed sexually, so to speak, it's like, how how does that switch? I have a very rebellious spirit that okay. I don't always like, because I'm not like, it shows up in sex, but and it shows up in other ways. Like, if I'm fucking you, you could damn near see, like, damn, this little motherfucker do act a little bratty sometimes. Um, And for me, I feel like I've probably, to some extent, been bratty my whole fucking life. <laughs> um, a motherfucker telling me to do something, well, telling me not to do something will make me do it. Right. Like, and I've said that before, too. I'm like, the quickest way to get me to do something is to tell me not to do it. I'm the type of motherfucker that the moment a bitch DM me trying to come to me as a woman and saying, is you fucking my nigga? I wasn't, but now I am. Oh, I feel like This that. very moment, I feel like. I'm about to call him and I'm about to put my pussy in his face. Like, I'm about to do that shit right now. Because who the fuck do you think you talking to? It's crazy that you <laughs> said that, because I've I've told women in the past, like, bitch, you're getting me more pussy that I'm going out and after by putting these women, like, in my line of sight. <laughs> like, by being you like... You Like, bitch, thank you. <laughs> Cause I wasn't really in that space, but now that you like, I know you be fucking with such and such. It's like it might be a good idea. <laughs> like, you, Thank you. You might Thank be you on to something yeah. actually, like bitch. Cause I was chilling, minding my business. So nah, I feel like yeah, and it's like it's damn near a little sick too. But that's when that damn like again, I go from like it's a little bit of brat and it's a little bit of you know me being a hunter. I'm like, all right, cool. Now finna. Now I'm finna get on that with motherfuckers. Uh, I had an ex that accused me of fucking with one of my guy friends for a long time. And I swear to God, I had never fucked the man. Never. <laughs> Didn't do it. And there was this one time we had ended up breaking up and he was accusing me again. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give you something to, substan- to, to support your accusations. Well the fuck? Like, 
Because I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm getting heat for fucking a motherfucker that I didn't fuck, I might as well go fuck him. Because at least now it's like, she, I didn't damn near had the argument already. I didn't had the argument Facts. and I didn't do shit. Facts. So now, when I do fuck him, it's like, we, what the fuck? We going to argue about the shit that we just argued about? Like, I ain't going to say. We going to double down? Yeah, like, I ain't going to say shit at this point. Like, all right, you got it. Whatever you got to say, you can let that shit out. I'm not, I don't have shit else to say. It ain't no, but no, I didn't. Shit, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> talking about we here now, bro. Yeah, like, so, um, yeah, I think that my brattiness kind of just comes through at random kind of like times. Uh, I was in ROTC and I loved the structure and, you know, like, first of all, it's this, you know, there are, you know, people of authority right. in charge being very militant and I'm like alright cool and then I'm like alright I'm listening maybe not and then I would legit do, like I would be getting in trouble I'm on ROTC and they like Fernandez drop it give me 50 I'm like alright I'll knock these out <laughs> and it'll be it'll be like stupid shit like I'll be chewing gum you're not supposed to chew gum like when you're in formation so like the damn staff sergeant or something be like in front of me, and I'd be like, and spit the gum out his head, like, and I start giggling or laughing or whatever. But it's like I knew the fucking rules, and I'm intentionally not obeying it, and I don't care oh, about, you know what I'm saying. But then fast forward to like, oh, now I'm fucking with you know certain niggas or whatever, and then like they do little shit, and then I'm like, all right, cool. I know if I like kind of poke at this little button right here. You might get a little aggressive, and I like that aggression. So it's like, <laughs> He's like I'm with that. No, shit for real. And that, it's this. Uh, I'm pretty sure people have probably seen or read this somewhere, but it's like they say, like, uh, I don't know why arguing turns me on a little bit. Like, I don't really like arguing, but there is a and to some extent that kind of like back and forth that I'm like, ooh, You're talking about that little rar. Yeah, like, <laughs> like okay, I feel it. <laughs> Getting a little heated here. Um, so yeah, even though it's not something that comes out often, Facts. I think if you pay attention to me, you like, wait, this motherfucker really do be <laughs> acting bratty sometimes. Like even shit, sometimes when we in the studio and I feel like motherfuckers ain't listening to me, I'll be like, Facts. all right, I'm just not going to say <laughs> like, and I'll dead ass do that. Like, I'll just like get silent and motherfuckers like, wait, is this you being mad? Cause they're not used to me <laughs> being mad. And I'm like, Facts. fuck y'all. Like. But yeah. Um, I it also like you said, you was a rope bunny and a rigger, so somebody who entertained <laughs> people up and somebody who get tied up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which do you? I ain't gonna say which do you prefer because obviously both is your preference. Say, that's what's so funny because I'm literally scoring high on like it, it like literally. I'm a switch. And then it say like, you know what I'm saying? You're a rigger and a rope bunny. You like to tie people up in. You like to be tied up. You like to have people watch you have sex in. You like to do the what? Like, it's like, I could look. What's, but what's the, what's the trust factor in that in regards to like, how do you know who to explore the, is it, is it a conversation that's had or is it just kind of in the moment it feels? How do you know who um, and when to explore these kinks with? That's a that's a good question. So to answer your first, you know, about me being both a rope bunny, which I scored a, a little higher on. I scored a little higher as being a rope bunny than a rigger, but it also shows clearly Facts. I'm a rigger too. So I can do the tying or I could be tied up. <laughs> now, even though I can be on either end of it, I have mostly done the tying up of people. I typically don't allow too many people to tie me up. Now, uh, and this is going to go into the trust factor as Facts. to what determines who I, you know, whether it be rope play or any other types, any of my kinks. Like, because only two motherfuckers have truly seen the spectrum mm. Of my kinkiness. You say the real provocative. No, for real. Like, have seen, like, oh, no, this bitch <laughs> will really do every and any fucking thing, right? Um, to the extent that, you know, like, whatever the situation we got going on. So, for me, I pay attention to how a motherfucker is talking to me. 
Like, I have to feel trust in what, you know, the words that you're saying. And I have to believe what you're saying. And it's hard for me to believe what motherfuckers saying because motherfuckers be talking and I be like, you fucking lying. I don't say it out loud, but in my head, I'm like, uh-huh, I don't believe <laughs> oh, yeah. shit you say. Thanks. And um, I don't know. Like, I, f- I have to feel like if we explore this together, I won't be judged. I have to feel like if I ex- we explore this together, you will be careful with me and I'll be careful with you. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about aftercare enough. They think mm-hmm. like, all right, we had sex and then we just go about our day. We have to have conversations after that. That's right. what aftercare is about. So for me, um, the the certain conversations will make me know that it's safe to explore certain things. And then from there, I kind of take baby steps. So I'm like, okay, if I do this in front of this nigga, what's going to happen? And that's going to determine if I'm like, all right, let's take it up a notch. Um, But it's also been situations where I'm like, okay, I'll have a conversation with a motherfucker. And I'm like, he's vanilla. So I'm not going, I'm like, I'm not going to pull out. I'm not going to turn him out. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to be your first. I do not want to be your fucking first. Um, that's that's a whole nother different headache, and I don't got time for it because you're not finna be blowing up my fucking phone being weird. Like I don't. That's not what I want either. Um, so it, you know, uh, like I had this one guy, whatever, and we, you know, we were dating, and I had known him for like half my life, so he's known me for a really long time. So he's seen the evolution of the damn freak. <laughs> if you will um and uh i still would not i wouldn't put all of it on him i couldn't put all of it on him i didn't put all of it on him and he still called me thanos at the end of, like he broke up like you know he was like you know like he was tweaking on me and i'm like i didn't even i didn't pull out everything and i'm like damn i would have eventually pulled out everything too but it's like i had some reservation and you just proved why i had that reservation so um, the short answer is, if I don't feel safe, if I, I feel like I can't trust you, I can't do it. And you damn near, if you listen, people will tell you exactly, exactly. Yeah. what you need so, to know. Uh, and, and going off of that, um, and kind of my final question, uh, you talked about exploring with that type of person and having to be secure, You know, basically is what I heard. And so, and being an experimentalist, you feel me? Because I ain't gonna stunt. I, I one of the things that I was looking at on the test because I heard I've heard you in the past and other people talk about this idea of being vanilla. You know what I'm saying? And so, like I said, like I'm not necessarily a nigga who finna sit back and be like, oh yeah, I'm the freakiest nigga out there. Woo woo. Mm-hmm. But I also I be fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like I be <laughs> I do my shit when I do my shit. You right. know what I'm saying? So with that. As an experimentalist, like, how do you gauge? Like, I know you said, like, I'm willing to try anything, but is it based off of your introduction through another person, or is it about you doing your research? And I'm like, I bet I'm gonna try this. Both. Thanks. Both. Um. So, uh, I've like my exes and shit like that. Uh, I would just like just do some shit. I'm not, and that's the thing. Now, knowing what I know now, I'll probably have a conversation before I just do some shit. But in the past, I just kind of like sneak some shit in. Like the first time I grapefruited, that a don't even sound. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like the first time I grapefruited a motherfucker, I didn't tell him I was about to do it. I just kind of like blindfolded, untied him up, then pulled the warm grapefruit from underneath one of my pillows. And uh, <laughs> um, because. Here's the thing. If you start pulling out shit, now motherfuckers got questions. I ain't trying to answer all that shit. (laughs) Keep your ass closed. Tell me if it feel good. And then (laughs) open them midway. And then you like, oh, surprise. Like, cause yeah. Um, This bitch made a a (laughs) cock fruit salad. No, for real. Like, uh, so for me, uh, it it's it's been an evolution within myself as well. So it's like I I've handled shit with and that's the thing too. If I really, really like you, oh my fucking God. Like 
I just be one. I want to try everything. I want to dick everywhere. I want like I just it, it's like I'm like more, more like I and I'm always looking for more shit to say. And I mean, what more shit to do? Because as a sexually curious person, I'm always going to want to know more because I know I don't know every fucking thing in the world. So anytime I find out about a new trick, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna try that. Let's see, you know what the fuck. But also, I like being with someone else who is just as experimentalist as me right. so now it's like you taught me this i taught you that we can have some Talk fun super like friends. no for real like motherfuckers like that i end up fucking for as long as i can fuck uh yeah. it's like you know we we gonna ride this till the wheels fall off like right. so uh yeah, and even when the wheels fall off, I still I love you. She's like, she talking about Fred Flintstone in that bitch. Yeah, but that would do. Yeah, I'm gonna beat my about. feet. What you talking about? So yeah, uh, I don't know. And it's like those are diamond in the roughs. Like it's not too many. I feel like women are, from my experience, I feel like more women are freakier than men. They just don't express it. Um, and I say that. Fuck, express it. I don't think they explore it. Like yeah. I think niggas they can't like explore it because it's like the moment you bring some shit to a nigga, he like what you, what you into, and now I'm like, yeah, damn it, now you I, judging check, me. Check me. I I'll tell anybody one of the best things that happened to me. I think as a shorty, like when I first started fucking. My girlfriend, the chick who took my virginity. And I say mm-hmm. she took my virginity because yeah. that bitch was fucking before me. <laughs> and so the fact that she was fucking before me when we did start fucking, she told me flat out, like, bro, this ain't it. Like, and I was like, damn, like, for mm-hmm. real? Like, bitch, I just started. But I think that damn near put me in a mindset of like, I bet you damn near got to pursue sex in a way that it's enjoyable because you in my mind at 17 years old, I had waited for this moment my whole life for a motherfucker to be like, mm-hmm. go back. Right. Like, wherever they sent you from, nigga, yeah. return. Yeah. So it's like, I think that again, having that space of, like I said, really ego check, you know what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. where it's like a motherfucker not just telling you something, you know what I'm saying? Just because they feel like, oh yeah, this gonna make a nigga feel better, bitch. Don't spare my feelings. No, you know what real, I'm saying? Like, like, especially if that's gonna cause me to be out here perpetuating negativity. Now I'm out here scorning bitches with this bogus dick. No, because you didn't put me on. Yeah, Fuck you talking yeah. about? I definitely, I strongly believe all people should stay coachable. Like even me. That's why I'm always saying like I'm. I love learning new things. Um, for me. The sexiest thing that a motherfucker did was, you know, like, I'm like, okay, I, t- I like sucking dick. It took a while for me to like sucking dick. But once I started, I was like, oh, I love this shit. I love it real bad, right? Uh, So much to where it's all like, you know, I'm cool with sucking dick and not fucking at all. Like, nice. I really like it, right? And then I had this one person who very specifically said, like, I'm not going to let you suck my dick no more until I slowly teach you how to like do what exactly what it is that I like. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, can we schedule this for like, like, you know, I'm like, so it's like, here's the thing for somebody to say some shit like that to me, I don't feel no type of way. You know what I'm saying? If anything, that's when that primal kind of hunter instincts could kick in and I'm like, all right, cool. Like this, how I'm gonna get you? Yeah, and you ex- gonna give me the game? Exactly. Like so, literally, you know what I'm saying? Like we we scheduled a dick sucking session where literally that's all I did was suck his dick, and that was I mean, well, no, I he we ended up fucking right after because I did a good job. So yay, reward. <laughs> uh, but that's what he he was like. I'm not fucking you. Like he wasn't gonna fuck me either, and I'm like, oh man. So it's like about drats. Yeah. So, (laughs) but that happened, and I was like, okay. So then, like, so after that, I'm like, all right, cool. And then we went from the kind of fucking here and there to a little bit more frequently, and yeah, now we fucking. That was cool. That was cool. Oh man, I feel like we could talk about this shit forever, but we don't have forever. So, um. 
Um, but this is one of my favorite topics, just talking about kinks. This is a part of a new kink series that I'm trying to do. Um, so the next couple episodes is actually going to, we going to get progressively kinky in this motherfucker, <laughs> actually, guys. So I uh, hope you're, buckle the fuck up, bitches. I hope y'all ready. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, I do want to say thank you for sharing your kinks with me. Sure. Um, this was cool. Uh, Tell people how they could connect with you and yeah. Oh, like I said, my name is Precious. You can catch me on Instagram at Precious Gods. God spelled with a Z at the end. Same thing on Facebook. Or you can catch me at the Beverly Hills Art Gallery. Do a lot of dope stuff there. Come check me out. Mm. All right, cool. Yeah. So on that note, we out. Before you go. I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning in to Provocative, and don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing. P-R-H-O-E-D-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. Spell with the word hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Put the nigga in missionary and yeah. the <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> 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 <laughs>